When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody. Happy the Coyotes played the Toronto Maple Leafs Eve. Thank you so much for tuning into the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Craig Morgan and Steve Peters. As always, how are you guys doing today? Wasn't as late of a night last night, but still uh, feels like another quick turnaround. Yeah, it was a late night after the writing got done. So, yeah, I didn't write anything. So, what time did yeah. you guys both wake up today? I'm curious. Seven a.m. Uh, yeah, it was six thirty, maybe. Okay, not bad. It's always hard. And I got to sleep. Thank goodness the rain. I, I need to, well, we'll talk about the, the Arizona rain. It, I didn't get to walk the dog early this morning, so that was one benefit. But then it was interesting conversation with the in-laws. They said they should have gotten us a rain gauge for Christmas. Is that a good gift in Arizona? A what? A rain gauge to gauge the amount of rain that you get. I think that, that could be. I think my uncle has one and he likes it. Okay, just like he lives here. Okay, I don't Never know. Mind. I mean, you could only use it a handful of times a year, but when you yeah. can use it, that's kind of fun, I guess. Yes. Okay. The question, Petey, <laughs> is when did you get to bed? Um, the time the show was out, I turned off my computer like thirty seconds, maybe. <laughs> like right away like you guys text me there was a in you two i don't know what the hell it is with you two like you guys get a visit with each other after the show's <laughs> over and i'm sitting in i'm literally laying in bed my phone bzz, bzz. well that, you, you should turn tomorrow? it on do not disturb that's on I you did. after the third text it's like we'll, we'll talk about tomorrow tomorrow bzz, bzz. so anyway yeah have you There's met me and craig things. we are planners <laughs> yeah i know yeah. plus i, I was up writing till 2 a.m so really oi yeah. Yeah, I had to finish the story. I wanted it up this morning, so it made sense to have it up early since Michael Carcone played his first game. So yes, anyway, it's well, up on the side. PD, Craig was texting me this morning when I was still asleep. So, you know, yeah. he, was he was texting us all too. in our sleep time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, co- that co-tweet thing. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, let's get into the reason why we've gathered here today. And um it's just it's to troll the Toronto Maple Leafs. Let's be let's be real. Uh, let's be upfront about that. The Maple Leafs are coming to town. They'll get their first visit to Mullet Arena, which means they will bring the Toronto media with them. I can't believe I just said Toronto. That's just so like not Toronto of me, but I think I was enunciating it. But we'll we'll get their whole 
perspective <laughs> on on mullet on the Arizona Coyotes that they love to give their opinion from up there in Toronto. So Craig, I'm just going to pass it over to you. I'm going to let you kind of drive this one because we're going to have a lot of fun with this. Oh yeah. And, and where are you from, Leah? Toronto. Not Toronto? No. I'm about there's some things in here that I'm like fully on board with and there's a few that we're going to go head to head a little bit, I think. I like it. I like it. But as you mentioned, Toronto media is about to descend on Mullet Arena. So we'll get the uh, arena picked apart, the Coyotes roster picked apart, the suitability of hockey in Arizona will be picked apart, and anything else hockey-related, that, as I wrote in the show notes, that tickles the fancy of the self-anointed guardians of the game. Oh. So since Toronto will undoubtedly be picking apart Arizona, I figure as good hosts, we should return the favor. So should we get right into it, guys? I love it. Let's do it. I think Petey mentioned this first one on the show last night. So let's start off with this. The plural of leaf is leaves. (laughs) Just laying that out there. Okay, now people are acting. You don't know the reason for that. Yes, I do. We have researched that maple leaves were named after the maple leaf regiment of the Canadian Army and not the actual maple leaf itself. Yes, I know that. I didn't. Since maple leaf is considered a proper noun, it doesn't follow the same pluralization rule. But here's the thing with branding, guys. Most people don't know this history, so most people think leaf sounds stupid, which it kind of does. Thoughts? See, here's where I'm in. When we said leaves with leave, it's like leave. Like, get out of here. Go away. Leave. That's what I was thinking with leaves. I wasn't thinking about... See, and that's where you and your writing and your grammar and all that comes into play because you pay attention to that. I don't. So leaves, I was just thinking they should leave. That's all I had thought, but you're right. It, it, I did not know the history of leaves versus. Leaves. I didn't know that, Craig. <laughs> but it's like the Americans with offsides, and then nobody the knows the it, right? Yeah, exactly. But nobody knows that about maple leaves, not. right? So their well, logo is literally a leaf. So you're like, oh, thank you. Leaves. Exactly. Why not have the uh, the the army regiment represented somewhere on that so people have a clue? Like at least Columbus with the blue jacks, they're like, what? They, they, they give some idea of what this is all about. Is that a kind of just, hornet? Just... <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> no, it's We're not. We're getting off topic Blue. now. Sorry. Also it's has to do city. with military, but at least they don't just put a leaf on their jersey and then say, oh, it's not about leaps. Leaves. Um, what? Can I make a counter argument that the plural of leaf should just be leafs? Well, you can change <laughs> language if you want to, Leah. We, we can have that argument. Maybe you can... File a petition with Webster's to <laughs> see if you can change it. But in the meantime, the proper English plural of leaf is leaves. Unless, of course, you're talking about a Canadian army regiment that nobody knows about. Wow. Anyway. Well, there's topic one for you. There you and go. I, I, I do. I mean, the maple leaf is iconic for the whole country of Canada. Sure. It's an iconic it's jersey blue, for though. Toronto. Like, like it's actually a great name. It's just. A little bit. It's like when you really stop to think about it, as we are doing right now, it is a little silly. Do do does the maple leaf turn blue in autumn, Leah? I've never Not, seen a blue maple leaf in my entire I. life. Neither have I. Yeah. Not sure where that came from. But again, synonymous with Toronto for me. There you go. Should have been yeah. red, maybe. Maybe. Or burnt orange. Hey, yeah. Or a lot green. Yeah, a lot of colors to choose from. The the fall palette was showing you all the potential colors, so you chose blue. I guess, you know, the Toronto St. Pat's, like, that was green. 
They could have stuck with that. Yeah, sure. Or they could have gone Cleveland Browns and gone brown and orange. That would have been hot for hockey. A little brown huh. and orange. Huh. Hot for hockey. But then it works because you know when like a city's colors are kind of all the same, uh, except like here, it's all red, black, and white, except for the suns. I like that Toronto, it's all blue, like the Blue Jays. So you just have that blue thread. Oh, just kidding. The Raptors are red. I lied. I lied. It was a good thought, though. Okay, you were going mind. somewhere. It was, it was a good thought. Clearly. <laughs> we we thought Toronto three. had some logic, but oh, no. no. Okay, no. Why, don't, why don't you take topic two? I don't want to dominate this thing. Well, there is quite a connection between Toronto and Arizona, and it starts with the fact that I moved here from Toronto. Just kidding. Um, although I did find that very relatable when Austin Matthews, of course, the best player on the Toronto Maple Leafs, is from not only there's a handful of NHL players who were born in Arizona, but Austin Matthews is from here. He grew up here. Well, actually, he wasn't born in Arizona, um, but he was raised here. He is from here. He grew up here. Um, and it, not only that, a number of Toronto's players, great players, come from here as well. You got Michael Bunting, who was part of this organization for many years. Most recently, Connor Timmins, who's Toronto's savior at the moment. Oh my God, um, he's in the Norris conversation, isn't he? <laughs> and then, of course, Matthew Nines, who we talk about all the time, another Arizona-born player. So whether players were born here, whether they were part of the Coyotes organization, there is that tie between these two cities. And as somebody who also has the tie between the two cities, it is, it is fascinating for me. And a, another little mention I'll throw in there. Um, Dylan Strom, Coyote's third overall pick in 2015, was my dad's next door neighbor um, in Mississauga, so the big suburb of Toronto. So when he got drafted to Arizona, he said, oh, my God, it's like another situation like I have. I found it very relatable. Bummer. It didn't uh, quite work out too well. But lots of ties between these two cities and these two franchises. Mm. And it's a reminder, right, that whenever Toronto needs help, it turns to Arizona. So, and, and I want to throw this out there because, PD, I know you want to talk, but, you know, I talk a lot. When the trade deadline rolls around, hey, hey, Toronto, you know, I know you're chasing a cup. You've, you've been doing that for a while, and we'll get to that later. <laughs> Remember where your bread is buttered. The Coyotes have two defensemen who would probably be better than most of the guys on your roster right now. Also, a better goalie. So, you know, some options to, to choose from since <laughs> you like to shop in Arizona markets. But I think it's interesting, though, in, in, in there are if we want to compare the number of NHL players that are from the Toronto area versus the Arizona area, clearly Toronto is going to have more. I recognize that. However, when you're looking at two, and, and I'm telling you, Matthew Knight is going to be an NHL player, and they're going to love him in Toronto. Big body guy can do a lot of things, and he's going to be phenomenal player for that organization. You're going to look at two of their top players from Arizona. Uh, and and we've heard it how many times trash poverty move like bullshit hockey doesn't work in arizona exactly if it doesn't work here then get rid of your arizona ties and let's see how you do it can't get worse right you you can't get out of the first round anyway so w- what would the difference be if you lost your arizona players <laughs> yeah and and the only reason those guys played hockey or maybe wanted to play hockey is because there was the infrastructure here that only existed because the coyotes were here 100% Bingo. 100%. So, so again, yeah, it, it, and this is a great the point. point. Before we go too far, this is the point of the show. Like, don't throw stones. That's it. Like, if you're like, hey, Arizona's great. We love vacationing there. We love coming down there and watching your team. Great team. This wouldn't be happening. 
but the holier than thou, we're, we're much better than everybody else, especially you in Arizona. That's why this is happening today. Like, just be careful, right? In glass houses, Billy Joel throwing stones, the whole thing. <laughs> I like it. So we brought up Austin Matthews. Um, so I'm just going to throw this out to you, there to you guys. Lay me out a scenario under which Austin Matthews comes home to the Arizona Coyotes. Leah, you go first. I feel like, and somebody mentioned this in uh, in the comments of our show last night. I believe they were actually a Canadian themselves talking about Austin Matthews winning a cup in Toronto, which isn't so far out of the equation in the next, let's just say, five years, throwing that out there. I know, like, for all the shit we give Toronto, they are a cup-contending team, I would argue. You know, you feel like you accomplished the goal, and it's like, okay, now what do I actually want for my life? And I do think there is something to... You know, you hear from a lot of players who play in their hometown. It's kind of hard because your friends, your family, they want tickets to the game. So for Austin to be in this young, early 20s of his life in a different city, great. But, you know, when he's older and maybe settling down, has a wife, starts like maybe starts a family, maybe not. That like that, it's like, okay, now I'm ready to go home. Now I'm ready to like grow this community that gave me my start. That's kind of what I picture. Like he gets to accomplish Kind of, it's it's kind of like his own way of like going off to college, and this happens a lot with my friends too, where they all go off and move after college, and then a couple years down the road, everybody wants to come back home. I will say, and after your you know seventh Toronto winner, you're uh, you're looking at the seventy degrees here in in Arizona, thinking it's time. So for me, I feel like when he feels that like he has accomplished what he wants to in Toronto whether that's a Stanley Cup, whether it's a deep playoff run and getting kind of that youth out of his system in terms of living in a different city, blah, blah, blah. He'll be ready to come home. Yeah, for me, Leah, it's similar. If it, I think his ability to leave Toronto would be much higher if they win a cup and he go, okay, I got that, check that box. But if they look at all, like they're not going in the trajectory to actually win a cup, then what's the value of staying there? And one of the things to me, that's his contract too. expires in at the end of 23-24. And we've seen it. We saw it with Eric Lindros. I'm not going to play in Quebec. I'm just, I'm not going to go. So if his agent starts going to Toronto, hey guys, he's not resigning here. He's not going to play here again. They are going to be forced to move their most popular asset. Now they will throw a truckload of money at him. They will make it, un, you know, as, as attractive as they possibly can. But if he feels they're not going to win a championship and he's got the opportunity to go somewhere else where they might, and, and say what you will about this Coyote's organization. If the new building is coming and they've got all this young talent and they look like they might be turning the corner in a beautiful city where he has all these connections and ties and family, all he's got to do is tell his agent, tell him I'm not signing there. I'm not coming back. And then they will be forced to move. It wouldn't be the first time this has happened in pro sports where the, the player says, I'm not going back. Like, get me out. And it, it, you know, it, it could happen. Do I think that's likely? I think it's more likely they'll throw a shit ton of money at him. They'll try to win the cup and, and you're the, the, you know, the guy on this team for the next decade, but never say never. And, and you only have so long to play in this career and it's over. If, if it's very important to him to play at his hometown in front of his family all the time, never say never. And I know we joke about it and just about it all the time, but never say never. Yeah, and I'm going to tag along on that one. Um, I have said all along that I don't think the possibility as re is as remote as some people consider it. And I don't say that idly. I, I, I 
say that based on what I know. And I can see a lot of scenarios under which Austin Matthews considers at least leaving Toronto. You mentioned not winning a cup. If, if they struggle the next two years, if they have flameouts like they've had for them. If they keep losing in the first round again and again and again and again, and it's going to in that pressure cooker of a market, it's going to get old. And why That's wouldn't you exactly want to come right. here where the only media hounding you are us three and uh, Patrick and Jenna? <laughs> yeah, and it could be. I mean, it could be, you know, it could be L.A. It could, he could go somewhere else, right? It, it's possible that he could leave Toronto. But I do think there's a lot of lure for Arizona. Yeah, if that scenario plays out and they're not having success, it's crazy up there. It's just crazy up there. It might be nice to come to some place where you don't have to deal with that insanity. On the flip side... Say the, say the Leafs do win a cup. Say the Leafs win a couple of cups. Maybe they win the next two years. Well, I've accomplished all I need to accomplish in Toronto. I ended the drought. Time to go home. It would be really cool to go back home. Austin Matthews loves Arizona. As much as any player that is from here, that we call from here, whatever that means, he loves Arizona. He comes here in all of his free time. He hangs out here. He has good friends on the Coyotes, including Clayton Keller and Christian Fisher. There are a lot of reasons Austin Matthews would come here. Now, people can look at the arena and the state of the franchise and say, well, that's crazy. But if the arena is coming on board and Austin Matthews knows that he only has to play one plus season in Mullet Arena, I don't know. I don't think it's out of the question, guys. I really don't. Craig, detail on that. You talk about L.A. and another team that he might look at is Vegas. It's close by. It's in the desert. Similar weather as people can travel to it easily. So I could see that being another destination. I really could see him leaving Toronto. Everybody thinks this is lifetime. Everybody moves. Gretzky moved. I mean, so don't be surprised if something like that could happen. But you brought up something about Arizona and his his wanting to come back here. Go look at the lockout. Where where did all the NHL players gravitate to during the lockout, during yep. COVID, during um, training camp this last season? They come here. Connor McDavid was here. Sidney Crosby was here. They come to Arizona. There's a reason, and, and it's not just the beautiful weather and the availability of ice and other NHL players. The other thing is, Connor McDavid can go to dinner, and and he Sidney Crosby can walk down the street in Old Town, and guess what? People aren't going to bother him because, A, there's either somebody more famous down the next street, or nobody knows who the hell he is. So there is some draws to this community that you're in a pressure. Do you think Austin Matthews can walk down the street in Toronto? Are you out of your mind? He can't go to dinner or go to the mall or go shopping or go out for a drink. He can't. And and he can here. You can be a normal person here. And talk to anybody who's played in most Canadian markets, especially Toronto, or coached in those markets. It's not normal. And here would be a normal way of life. And, And don't be kidding yourself. Connor McDavid can't go out in the street in Edmonton, by the way, you wouldn't want to because it's damn cold. So <laughs> that part of that's the but he could he, Connor McDavid can walk down the street in Tempe or in Scottsdale tomorrow, and nobody's gonna bother him. I swear he could. And so yeah. I think that's an attractive piece, especially if they get a new building and they're on the path to being better on the potential of winning, because guys like nice weather, guys like to golf, and guys like to be normal. Yep. And part of that part of that belief that he wouldn't leave is the arrogance of, of media and fans up there. They think, well, everyone wants to be here. Well, sorry, guys. No, there are, there are a lot of reasons not to be in Toronto or in the Canadian market. And, and a lot of those reasons are attractive to players. Sorry. That's the truth. Yeah, there, there's it's like a double it's a double edged thing because some people like 
to experience playing in an original six market, playing a Canadian market. There's a lot of appeal to that, but there's a downside. Just like here, there's a lot of appeal to living in nice weather, living in a very easy way of living life, not getting recognized. But then maybe, you know, you don't have that fervorous fan base that you had in Toronto. So both have their pros and cons. And I, another thing, like if Austin, Austin Matthews loves Arizona so much, he spends his summers here. Do you know how miserable the summers are here? But he comes here anyway. He could, like the summers in Toronto and Petey's words, money, <laughs> he's here. And I've seen him, actually. I've seen him in Old Town, and I've seen him at Scottsdale Quarter. And both times, not a single soul went up to him. And I saw him for, like, extended periods. I was eating in a rest, the same restaurant as him, and he came shopping where I used to work. Um, nobody, yeah. not a soul went up to him. For Those lunatics extended. even go golfing in the morning in the summer. They do. They get out yeah. early in the morning. Lots of great work. golf here, too. Lots of great golf all year round. So I wonder, like, if you could set odds on Austin Matthews leaving Toronto, what would you set it at? <sighs> I'm not your guy. I'm not your guy. We'd have to ask yeah. Vegas. Let's ask DK. I, I, unfortunately, I still think it's low. I, and and I know we're getting excited about it, but it's not 50-50. It's much lower than that. He's, it, my, my guess is he's going to stay in Toronto. It's, it's you know... 20% chance he leaves. Uh, I don't think it's high right now. To Craig's point, can change. They win a cup this year. I think that goes from 20 to 30. And um, if there's no end in sight there of them getting out of the playoffs, it might go to 50-50. All right. Well, that's not something you can bet on on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. However, you can bet on tomorrow night's game. And if you like the Coyotes' chances, given their success at Mullet, given their success against the Toronto Maple Leafs, maybe uh, – Sprinkle some money on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you haven't yet downloaded it, you can do so now. Sign up with the promo code PHNX. Place a $5 pregame Moneyline bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And I'm actually going to give a DraftKings pick of the week right now. I'm never the one to do it, but... I want to take Canada in the World Juniors because they had an upset loss in Game 1. Everyone thought Canada might go undefeated in this tournament. Um, lost 5-2 to Czechia. They play Austria on Thursday. Austria, poor Austria, has just gotten rolled over by everyone they've come across. Um, it's been tough. <laughs> the, the game lines are not yet on DraftKings, but the over-under is. And right now it's set at 10 I'm taking the over. <laughs> I think it's going to be a bloodbath. I think Canada is going to, you know, really want to prove themselves in this game. And unfortunately, Austria is just not really matched up to the other teams in this tournament. So for my DraftKings pick of the week, give me Canada over 10. Canada, Austria over 10 goals on Thursday. That's my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. And, uh, you know, while watching that game, maybe on the way to the game on Thursday, swing by, grab some Four Peaks from Four Peaks A Street Pub. Great beer. And I think that's another draw for Austin to come to Toronto. Come on, Austin. Great beer. Four Peaks. You can find it anywhere you get your beer. And we just mentioned the golf. Another great draw of Arizona. We have a great event coming up next month, January 13th at 5.30 p.m., the inaugural PHNX Tea Party presented by Four Peaks. 
at Dobson Ranch Golf Course. We're renting out the entire driving range. Come hang out with Big Drive Energy, the PHNX crew, and fellow diehards for a night of golf, food, drinks, contests, prizes, and more. The PHNX Suns crew will be hosting a watch party for Suns versus Timberwolves. Four Peaks will be out there providing beer samples and swag. Check the link in the description to reserve your spot right now. And for our diehards, check Discord for your special link where you'll save 20% on this awesome event. All right, let's continue on. Craig, what's the next topic here? Well, after our first annual reminder that Toronto's best players from Arizona, our second annual reminder is that the Coyotes have won more postseason series three since the season-canceling game-altering 2004-05 lockout than the Maple Leafs, who have won exactly zero. What? That is wild to me. How many? Zero. Is that with the world's best coach, Mike Babcock, included? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, what? it is. He, he oh, self-acclaimed boy. best coach in the world, by the way. Ridley? Coyotes. Did Tor- do Toronto fans know this? Can you find that on the internet, Craig? Is that, you can. that stat exist? You can. Huh. I wonder why you don't hear about that too much. Coyotes have won more playoff series than the Toronto Maple Leafs since the 2004-05 lockout. Huh. That's unreal. And just on this same thread, I know it's your second topic here, Craig, but in the existence of the Arizona Coyotes, like after they moved from Winnipeg, both teams have the same number of Stanley Cups. Zero. What's that number? Yep. Zero. What? Can I I piggyback? Can I piggyback? Yep. Yeah. You saw what I wrote. When the Leafs last won the Cup, the NHL had six teams, which is to say... There wasn't much competition, guys. One and only Yeah, you had a pretty good odds of winning it. The law of averages dictated that when you're playing for half a century with only six teams, you're probably going to win a few cups. It's just probably going to happen. Wait, though, don't and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Craig. Doesn't the Toronto Maple Leafs spend a lot of money? Don't they? Aren't they the, the highest revenue generating team in the National Hockey League? Isn't that not yeah. true? Yeah, Can they spend as is. much money as they want? Can they well, buy I any mean, player? There's they a want? cap. There's a cap, but sure. Know, they, they can, can they, they spend, spend to it? To, yeah, they can spend to the cap every time. And, and they, they still will. Don't win. You know, they still don't win. The Leafs Cup drought is 55 years long, Petey, which is more than huh. twice as long as the Coyotes have existed. Huh. It is interesting. Huh. It, it just makes you think. Because if you can spend a lot of money, and I'll say this, in, in baseball, they, they have the luxury tax, so you spend more, and the Yankees seem to win. Hmm. Yeah. The Dallas Some Cowboys team- seem to spend a lot. They seem to win. Yeah, not, rec- not recently, but yeah, yeah, but they've yeah, won they more recently than they've won more recently. Fifty-five years. Yeah, this is the, exactly. honestly, Craig. Of all of the things we're we're saying about this city, this is the one where you can go. Okay, oh, hang on, because you can trash Arizona again. Don't trash us then, because we've won more playoff series than you have since the the two thousand four or five season. Then honestly, they they should be literally embarrassed with that they should be with the amount of money they spend the players that have come through that door the rosters they've put on the ice and i'll say it again with the coaching staff with babcock when he came there he he literally said i'm the best coach in the world well right. yeah the best coach with the best players in the best city with the most money what right and, and it's a model franchise i mean of course guys want to come there it's a model franchise oh wait but not 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 win no, like they're not, not losing this like vancouver made it to the finals twice and lose okay but they're in the finals well, like, and Arizona made it to the conference finals. Like they ran into that red hot LA team, but let's just like Arizona could have won a stand. Like they were close to winning a Stanley Cup in 2012. Last conference finals for Toronto. Do you know what it was? No. 2001 2. 
It's been 20 years since they've been to a conference final. Compare that to all the other Canadian teams. Yes. Compare that to all the other Canadian teams. I mean, I know Winnipeg hasn't been around for that long. I mean, they, they came from Atlanta, but the other teams? Edmonton was in a conference final a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy, howdy. It's brutal. Oh. It's a it brutal is, is, Of all the things, we're t- they, they have a hard time with this because it's true. And, and you can't, until they get out of that first round, you, just, you can't. Yeah, you, you can't. You can't. Throw, as Craig said, you can't yeah. throw stones until you're. Uh, that was Petey. What I would say is until me. you get out of the first round, shut up. You're the, you're the, I hate the New England Patriots, and it's not because they win, and that's why you hate them because they win. But guess what? They win, and that's why you hate them. Yeah. They can go, I don't care. And like Patrick Roy said, I got the, the rings in my ears. I can't hear you. Well, <laughs> win. Win, and then, then you can look down on everybody across the league, but until you do, you can't. Yeah. yeah. And, and the Coyotes own the Leafs in another way, which is this crazy record that – the Arizona Coyotes have not lost in regulation in Toronto since October 17th, 2002. Come on, that can't. It's 20 years. They haven't that lost in regulation in, in Toronto, in the building that is supposed to be like, you know, if, if Toronto has the best or most hockey fans in the world and they're there cheering on their team, where's the home ice advantage? If Arizona, if, if the Arizona Coyotes are beating you at home, Every single time for twenty for years. twenty years, 20 at least years. in regulation. Years, twenty years. And Peter, you and I were there. Well, you were there for all of them, but we were there for the game where Derek Stepan got called for goaltender interference. So we're both like, mm, no, I think Toronto made that call. Yeah, it should probably be eleven zero and one. Just saying, it, it is absolutely that record is absolutely astounding to me. And we talked about their playoff futility. This number is even more. 20 years of, and you look at the disparity in finances and disparity in teams over that time. That is That number is amazing. Like, that's absolutely incredible that they've done so well in that building, in that city. It's shocking, and I swear I didn't believe it, so we had to go do the research and make sure. And it's it's true. They, they've been they've lost in shootouts and overtimes, but they have not lost in regulation in 20 years. That's yeah. absolutely incredible. And I, I don't know if it's the longest streak against any team because I know that the Boston Bruins and what they've been able to do um, to the Coyotes, but this is just absolutely insane. Yeah. And seven and five at home, too. So a respectable record at home as well for the Coyotes against the Leafs. So put those two together, 17, five and two in that span against and the Leafs. And overall, overall, the Coyotes have a winning record against the Leafs historically 58, 37, eight and two. So what? Against the model franchise? That's crazy. How's that possible? <laughs> Can we just- can we just How's leave those stats every time we get trolled from anybody in, in the, the upper northeast of Canada? Can we just put those stats up and just yeah. can, just leave us alone, please? Please let us have this, please. Let us have this. Just leave us alone. We like hockey. Do you know do you know alone. how old I was in 2002? Oh boy, here we go. I was here six. <sighs> you know how old Austin Matthews was in 2002 in October? Five. So, there you have it. And the whole PD and I were, uh, we were all okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need to talk it. about it. <laughs> um, so, while we're sitting here recording, and PD saw this before. So, I'm wearing, you can't see because this is audio. I'm wearing my brand new PHNX Phoenix hoodie, which I'm obsessed with. It is so freaking comfortable. 
and I am at work today and Shane walks in. He's wearing the exact same hoodie, which for the record, he also wore two days ago. Um, I'm clearly the fashion police. I was calling Craig out for wearing his PHNX hoodie multiple days in a row, but it's just that comfy. Okay. I'll let it slide. So as we're sitting here recording, Jacob walks in wearing the exact same hoodie. So there's three of us matching in the office today. Um, Absolutely uh, unbelievably comfy and we all have them. We love them. And uh, if you're looking, maybe you got some Christmas money you want to spend, check out the PHNX locker. There's some great stuff in there. And if you're a diehard, not only do you get 20% off merchandise in the locker, you also get your own zip up, which Petey and Craig both have. I actually haven't seen yet. I need That's you nice. guys to wear them soon so I can see it um, and, and maybe on the show on Saturday or something. But check that out. Lots of great reasons to become a diehard. You can read Craig's 80-plus question mailbag from earlier this week. And Craig, what was the other diehard story you said is coming next week? Boogie. Boogie. Yeah, so. parked up. <laughs> can I just say, by the way, that these sweatshirts, there's very little shrinkage in them, too, because I know there was uh, some suggestion that maybe I hadn't washed mine when I was wearing it three straight days, but I, I did launder it because I'm, a, I'm, I'm a, a neat and clean freak, as some people already know. So very little shrinkage. They, they launder very well. I, good. Before we move on, and I know we will. You don't have to. It's a jacket. You don't wash your jackets every day. You wear them. The you hoodie, wear a shirt I'm underneath the it. Hoodie. I'm not talking I about agree, the jacket. But it's a jacket. No, but I, I also don't think. Still a jacket. I, I also don't think you need. I don't think you need to wash a hoodie after everywhere either, unless you're oh. like sweating in it. I'm yes. just giving. I'm just giving Craig shit because Craig gives me shit, so I'm gonna give him shit. Fair. Day That's five. Fair. <laughs> Um, well, I'm going to definitely be checking out underdog fantasy for this game tomorrow is if I don't have enough emotional investment, let me get some money on the line as well. And I'm for sure going to put together a pick them from this game. Leafs and coyotes players. All you have to do is pick the higher or lower for each player's point totals or various. You can do shots on goals, saves all of it higher or lower. You have to have a player from each team, put it together. The more legs to that you add the more you have a chance of winning you can also buy insurance so if you miss one you still win it's seriously so much fun and like it could not be easier another thing you can do is play daily fantasy for certain slates of games across the nhl or the nba nfl whatever it is that you want to try out so check out underdog fantasy it's super super fun and it's very easy to get started go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app Sign up with the promo code PHNX and Underdog will match your first deposit up to $100. Let Underdog give you some free money. Just saying. All right. Now, Craig has some beef here, and this is where it's going to get contentious. Yep. Yep. And it has to do with Canadian cuisine. (laughs) And this is where I'm ready to be. Cuisine. This is where I'm ready to get on defense. So, Craig, let's start here in your. Okay. Your complaints here. Ketchup chips, awful. Ketchup, awful. amazing. So, there I go. Amazing. They're great. And so are all dressed chips, which you conveniently left off this list because you I, can't even argue that they're bad. All dressed are, are pretty good, actually. I'll, I'll give you that. PD, ketchup chips? Yeah, no, your name. And I'm not going to bash all of these, but I am going to go against the all dressed. It, it, it's just too much on a chip. Okay, go pick PD. Yeah, pick a lane with your chips. I don't mind the ketchup chip because one flavor. All dressed, as the name implies, it's everything. It's too. It's like an everything bagel. It's just you don't like an everything bagel. Nope. Everything bagel is my favorite type of bagel. Okay, there you go. Pick a lane, and that's why they make multiple kinds of chips because I don't like them. 
So I like the ones I like, and I don't like those because they're just too pick a lane. You, wow. you want to be sour cream and onion. That's one thing you want to be, but don't be all dressed because that implies all, and that's too much. All right. Okay. Poutine, which is heart attack on a plate, but not in a good way. A good poutine is good. Bad poutine is bad. Poutine's so gross. poutine in Quebec is like especially good. And if you like, and this is the advice. My friend just went to Toronto. It was her first time in Canada, first time in Toronto. And she was asking me all the foods. And I was like, listen, there's not really a Canadian cuisine as we've already established here besides all the candies and chips, which she bought and loved. Shout out fuzzy peaches, arrow bars, coffee crisp, caramel. I can go on. But I said, if you, she said she wanted to try poutine. And I said, don't get it at a fast food restaurant. Like, you know, you can get it at Harvey's. You can, they actually have poutine at the Costco food court in Canada. Don't do that. Get poutine at a restaurant, have it be a little bit higher end. And it's actually very good, but yes, maybe uh, eat a salad after. See, I'm gonna, I don't know. Again, this is why we talk about things. I'm going to, I don't know if there is bad poutine. French fries, gravy, cheese. I mean, I guess, it's like pizza, I guess. How is that bad? But even if, if you want to like get the good. full, really good experience, get it at a restaurant. Yeah, and you got to get those crispy fries with it, with with soft on the inside, crispy on the outside. And you can get agree. poutine with stuff in it, like pulled pork or chicken. Oh my it god, can it can be, be so good. You guys yep. probably like mayonnaise on your fries too. No, don't bash the Europeans, Craig. Just the Dutch. Can I can I go with my favorite Canadian cuisine? Because there yeah. are some, and one is Petahe. And if you're a, 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 from out west, you'll know what Petahe is. But we're not going to talk Petahe. We're talking Petahe is cabbage rolls, and they smell up your house. But we're going to talk about pierogies, the potato cheese filled lump of goodness. But that's Polish. Uh, but it's Canadian. Can you find a pierogi stand in Edmonton Arena? Hell yeah, you can. Can you find one in Arizona? No. We'd go to Edmonton Oilers, and I would walk. I would leave the office to go find the pierogi stand. It gets bacon, cheese, sour cream on a potato roll, st- st- or it's, uh, noodle stuffed with mashed potatoes. How is that wrong? I I loved pierogies in Canada. To me, this is an admission by Canadians that their own food is not good, so they need to look outside and bring it to another. Good. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. But but I will say recommend if you do go like we would go to a bar in in Calgary and that's I, every time I went to Calgary I'd order I get my nice local beer and I'd get an, an order of pierogies. I do love pierogies, but I don't you associate them here. with Canada. I says like really, well where are you going to get them here? Find one restaurant in 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 the state of Arizona where you can find a good pierogi. If you find well, it, let me know. At the Tucson, there was always like a fest. Uh, I forget what it was called, um, but it is always in the fall. And there was lots of like different types of cuisine, and there was a pierogi stand in there, and those were like the best pierogies I've had okay. in Arizona. Someone in the Discord can hit me up with a pierogi stand in the metro area that I'm I'm in. There you go. Yeah, let us know. Now I have to buy them in a box, which I don't do. But you can go to your yeah. local grocery freezer. That's not a pierogi. All right, let's talk tortier. You guys know what this is? Literally, meat a pie. Idea. It's like meat pie. It's like but not even. You, I told you on the Christmas episode that my grandma made us meat pies on Christmas. And they were delicious. I think I'll be quiet now. Yeah, but I, I'm not. Clearly, we know my cuisine taste. Do you think I'm eating a meat pie? Nope. Hell no. Unless it's got pumpkin or apples in it, it's not a pie. If it's got meat in it, put it on the side, take it out of the crust. If it has a crust, you. it's a pie. Oh. Don't put meat pizza in pie. it. Pizza pie? You call it a pizza pie? That has crust. Yeah, that's true. It does have crust. You got me there. 
I do it's like pie. pie. I feel the right. way about meat pies. I feel about meatloaf. Those two words don't go together. And and yeah. by the way, meat pie is super common in Australia too. And Britain. Yep. Oh, so. oh yeah. Well, speaking of cuisines that are awful, Great yeah. Britain. But go ahead. Let, let's move on. Pie. I know I'm going to raise some hackles here. Dunkin' Donuts better than Tim Hortons. Hortons are dry. Just dry. Oh, please. When we No, I brought you guys back, Timbits, and you were excited, Craig. Love That's all I had. I mean, it was Montreal. I'm all about the Dunkin'. I'm not Dunkin'. I'm, Tim Hortons wins. But, and, and I tell you what, because Tim Hortons is it's an event. It's a thing. Like they 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 support their local community hockey programs. It's a restaurant. It's not just a coffee shop. I mean, they have they have paninis. They have there's more offerings at t- Tim Hortons. I need, I need Connor Garland to call and take you guys down on this one. Yeah, well, he's an East Coast Dunkin'. But guy. he's from Massachusetts. Like that's their religion there. Well, you yeah. Know, so is Tim That's Hortons. I mean, yeah, Tim Brad, Hortons is my religion. Brad May, talk to Brad May. Like, we'll never stop talking about Tim Hortons. Anyway, this uh, one's this oh, one's gonna really get me going. Yeah, this one's gonna anger Leah. And by the way, we haven't tried Andre Tourigny's maple syrup yet, so I'm I'm gonna reserve judgment until I actually taste this syrup that he tells us about all the time, but never gives to us. Vermont maple syrup is the best maple syrup I've ever had. Boo. Yeah, I've got no feelings here. This is maple syrup is Canada's thing. When I was in the second grade, my class took a field trip to a maple syrup farm where we literally saw where they tapped the trees. We saw the thing. I went to the Toronto Christmas market a few years ago where there was stands and I was trying people's like farm fresh maple syrup. And that was the best maple syrup I've ever had. Not from Vermont, from Ontario and Quebec. They do those same things in New England. We, we differ on this. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll I'll have syrup trash. I don't care. What's ever cheapest. Yeah, we know. You, you and Sean oh. and the pancake syrup. I'm not oh, you know what bugs me is my kids like log cabin. <laughs> that's, not even, that's not even maple syrup. It's like corn syrup. Yeah, but I go, <laughs> and I go two levels below that. So, oh, buddy. yeah, I'm not the one to ask. You and DP, yeah. <laughs> All right, here's my concession. And I discovered this because somebody told me about it. I think it was Arpan Basu that told me about it. Montreal bagels. Crispy, they are light inside. They are better than New York bagels. So suck it, New York. Those are the best bagels I've ever. Montreal had. bagels are elite. Oh and my you're, god, you're are with us, Craig? Oh yeah, they're phenomenal. They're phenomenal. Hmm. hmm. I, I, I've again no opinion because I don't. When I'm walking around the streets of Montreal, I don't think, gosh, this would be a great place to get a bagel. So I've neither did I until Montreal someone told bagel. me. Didn't have one. New York, I have. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, again, can't speak to it, but it surprises me. And I bet you there's a big city on the East Coast that would beg to differ. <laughs> All right. Are we done? Are we done mashing Canada and Toronto? Or do you guys want to make fun of Canada for losing in the world first game? Yeah, of the world I was just going to say that I was it, the best. It's like it's like it's like the dream team. It's, it's It's got the best team ever assembled. Shane Wright, Fantilli, Bedard. Gunther. Gunther. Yeah. How'd they do? <sighs> but they tried a couple of Michigans, so they looked really cool. <laughs> Boy. So if the game was kept score on how many Michigans you could try, they won the game 2 nothing. Yeah, and then Dylan Gunther now has this viral quote, we're not going to win the championship on Michigans. Can, so. I, can I just weigh in, for, uh, redeem Verbata when, when discussing the Czech win over Canada? Powerhouse. That's all he said. Powerhouse. Wow. 
And then, then I still think, and this is one thing that Canada has done traditionally in these world championships and, and Olympics and world juniors, they can lose a game here, but yep. look out, this is a really, really good hockey team. And, you know, I'm, I like making fun of them because I always worked with a bunch of Canadians and I always wore my red, white, and blue very proudly at the world juniors. And most often and more times than not, the Canadians um, were the victors and carrying home gold. Um, Americans have a nice team this year, but Canadians are, they're absolutely. I think, I think like that was kind of their that's going to be their wake-up call and i think they're going to roll over i think so leah but but we'll see if they don't from here this this team could be in trouble they could vote at home it's hard but i think they've had some slow starts in past tournaments their next two games germany today and then that austria game on thursday that i mentioned so germany's uh, important germany's important yeah so we got germany and then also today Team USA versus Team Slovakia. Logan Cooley, Sam Lipkin going against Zlinka, right? He's on uh, Slovakia. So some Coyotes prospects in that game if you want to check that out. And then also in that Canada-Germany game, Julian Lutz for Germany and Dylan Gunther for Canada as well. And uh, lots of great games on the slate coming up. And it really gets exciting when uh, the qualification games go whether the elimination games if you will start happening so we'll be keeping tabs on the world juniors we'll keep tabs on the five coyotes prospects in this tournament as well julian lutz you might say it's a glutz of coyotes prospects oh boy craig you and your freaking puns (laughs) i can't that was was bad bad. (laughs) i can't um well we've gone on and on about toronto and arizona it's going to be a great game. Traffic or cost of living. Oh my God. Yeah. We didn't even talk about all that. It is shoveling your driveway, having antifreeze freeze on your windshield. That's happened to me I've <laughs> in Toronto. Um, but it's going to be a great game tomorrow. So definitely, definitely grab some tickets. If you haven't already, check the prices tomorrow on game time. It'll be the cheapest you can get them. It's going to be a blast. We're going to be there. Say hi to us, troll Toronto fans, get those come home Austin chants going and check out game time. Save up to 60% on those tickets when you buy last minute. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in our description. And PD, I can't, we're, we're finally, Craig can't give a shit because we're actually going to go to the game tomorrow, not sit in our more furniture recliners, but we still get to sit in the more furniture chairs for the yeah, post game and Craig gets to climb over the wall into whatever suite he chooses tomorrow night. So really, <laughs> thank goodness we have more furniture here at the office. It's what makes us want to be here all the time. And right now at more, they have a great promotion going on. Free white glove delivery with a minimum purchase of $1,999. So definitely, definitely check that out. They did that when they delivered the furniture for our office. You know, moving sucks. Moving furniture sucks. Have someone else do it for you, and they will at more furniture. So definitely check them out. Any final thoughts before we head out? Any coyotes, little news or notes or nuggets that we need to know before we uh, get going here? Yeah, we've gone long enough. I'm just uh, I'm just gonna double down on what you said. You know, you know, I think they allow signs in the arena. Come home, Austin. You can do that, or you could you know wear your Austin Matthews Coyotes jersey because there are you know he's been in a Coyotes jersey, or even an Arizona State jersey. Because he's also been in that jersey. Just saying, you could you could wear any of those. Very true. Very yep, true. Looking forward to tomorrow. It should be uh, it should be entertaining to get that team inside the mullet. I would imagine there will be some Toronto faithful inside. You think? Yeah. 
So Coyotes fans, pack that building, be louder than the Leafs fans, and it's going to be a fun one no matter what happens, and we'll be live on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel immediately after to break it all down. And definitely also while you're listening, if you enjoyed the show, chime in in the Discord, chime in on Twitter, and leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Make sure you're subscribed as well and share it with your friends. It uh, means a lot to us. Follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms for full coverage of all of Arizona sports as well. And you can follow us on Twitter at Leah Merrill at S Peters hockey at Craig S Morgan at Sean underscore to pause. And of course at PHNX underscore coyotes on Twitter, where we'll have some fun content for you from the game tomorrow night. But until then, everybody enjoy the rest of your Wednesday, stay dry in this rainy, <laughs> this rare rainy treat. And uh, we'll talk to everybody tomorrow. You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you oughta, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom... Come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team. We'll talk about your least favorite team and everybody in between. And we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network.